everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. We have the Sonic Truth coming up in 15 minutes, so Wake and Take got flexed. We are excited about the Sonic Truth coming on right on after this. So I have a treat for you. I am just going to rant a little bit about what happened yesterday and then, you know, at least give you the injury preview for this week. So why don't we sit back, relax, sip our coffee, and enjoy the show. Guys. Last night, we had a football game. It was certainly a football game, and this is how we expected it to go yesterday. A football game was presented to us between two terrible teams, the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. One thing I had hoped from this game, the only thing, the only thing I asked for in this entire football game, the one thing, the one thing was that I hoped Bryce Young would look okay. Right. It was, I didn't ask for a lot. I just wanted him to a not turn the ball over. So we at least got that. And then I wanted a couple touchdowns and maybe 200 yards. No, we get no touchdowns from the Panthers outside of a special teams, <laughs> outside of a special teams play from Amir Smith, Marset, a name that we always forget about. And then Bryce Young only has 21 completions for 185 yards. Mike Strachan leads the Panthers in receiving one reception for 45 yards. It was just awful from the Panthers offense. We'll say before I get into my Bryce Young rant, Miles Sanders, I don't know what's going on with him. He is still not getting the running back usage. It is still Chuba Hubbard. Miles Sanders, two carries for negative five yards. Ah, oh, man. But Bryce Young, <laughs> the Harry Snowman makes a false point. I like young players too much. That's not true. That's not true at all. I just felt that Bryce Young could and should be able to do something against this bad Bears defense. He at least didn't turn the ball over. But I just want to talk a bit about why you don't need to panic. Really why you don't need to panic. This has been an abysmal rookie season from Bryce Young. To be sure, Bryce Young is only averaging 195 yards a game. Not good. He only has a 62.8% completion. Not good. He only has eight touchdowns. Not good. Because he also has seven interceptions and two lost fumbles to go with that and in fantasy football he's not doing much either with 12.8 points per game on the season honestly getting nothing done we posted a good tweet on player profiler twitter this morning andy dalton outproduced him in this one game that he had starting this year if you combine bryce young's last two games only one touchdown three interceptions barely 350 yards barely 35 completions over the last two games Whereas Andy Dalton in one game for the Panthers was able to hit 350 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, really getting it done for them. And Bryce Young just isn't. But to put it into perspective and why, why I'm really not that worried is, of course, you've got examples of this happening before and happening recently. Trevor Lawrence, if you'll remember, had an awful rookie season. Trevor Lawrence had a worse rookie season than Bryce Young did. Trevor Lawrence in his rookie season also only averaged 12.7 points per game but only finished the year with 12 passing touchdowns and combined it with 17 interceptions. A terrible, terrible display from him in his rookie year, and he went and turned it around last year. And yes, this year he hasn't had 20-point games yet, but he's still providing a great floor and operating the Panthers' offense, or the, the uh, Jaguars' offense, thinking of Jungle Cats, uh, in, in just a really good way. 
And that comes with lots of changes really just from around the team. So again, I just want to urge you guys, especially in dynasty leagues to not panic on Bryce Young. I just, I don't see why you would. I think that a lot of things should be able to line up for him going forward to where it should be better. Because I I asked this question to you guys. Are you still concerned about his size? Because I'm not. I am not concerned about Bryce Young's size at all. He's especially the last few weeks begun scrambling a lot. This game, he had three carries. Yet last week, he had four carries or five carries. And the week before that, he had four carries. And he's looking good. He picked up a couple first, first downs with his running yesterday. And that is something that we saw a lot at Alabama, something that he was able to do, get out of the pocket, pick up first downs, get away from hits, and throw on the run. And if he can continue to do that and grow his confidence, I think that that's going to be a really good thing. And I mean, the fact that he's been sacked 29 times this year and still only had that one minor ankle injury, which didn't even come from you know being hit, I'm not concerned about his size. I'm genuinely not. I do think that he'll be fine, maybe you know a couple years less on his shelf life, but we've seen small quarterbacks performed before and I do think Bryce Young will be fine what we need though what we need here is a competent head coach I complained about Frank Frank Reich a little bit yesterday but I'm just going to continue to complain about him today because last night last night the Panthers had a chance to not only win this game but to at least tie the game they get the ball with about seven minutes left in the game and all they need is a field goal and they let Bryce Young drive Bryce Young takes a six-minute drive. That's hard to do, a six-minute drive, and without getting much yards, <laughs> right? They don't get into field goal range when doing this. And what makes matters worse is when they finally get close enough to field goal range, they stop running the ball, even though there's still time on the clock, and they would have to run out the clock if they don't want the Bears to do anything. Keep in mind, the Panthers left a minute and 40 seconds left in the clock on, on the clock in last night's game. So even if they did make this field goal, the Bears still would have had one more chance. And so the fact they didn't even attempt to run the ball in either of the last three downs is a concern. Frank Reich does not know how to call plays and and to to do anything. Really, really, they don't. It's the fact that they go pass, pass, pass to even get, I don't know, they just needed like six more yards. Eddie Pinheiro has never had a 60-yard field goal in his life, especially not going to nail a 59-yarder in the cold. You can't expect that. You can even see after he missed the field goal, this was the first time in my entire life I saw a kicker not upset about missing a field goal. He literally shrugged and was like, what do you expect me to do? Like he's an accurate kicker, but he's never had a big leg. And the fact Frank Reich doesn't even know his own personnel is concerning. The fact you don't even just, at the very least, it's fourth and 10, right? It's fourth and 10. You already in this game converted a first and 30. Why not just try Why not just try to go for it with Bryce Young? You've got a minute, 40 seconds left. You've only won one game all year. You have a chance to go up against the Bears, a team that you need to beat. Because not only are they a bad team, they have your first round pick. So don't let them beat you because now this first round pick continues to get even better for the team you traded them to. It was really just awful management. And Anthony says it right. Reich's clock and field management is awful. It it, it could have gone so so much better. I would have been less upset if they had at least just put the ball in Bryce Young's hands. You have a young quarterback and you have to build up confidence of these guys. And that's just not what he's doing. I don't care that the Panthers are actually third in pass attempts per game. They're not like, it's, it's just, it's really, really short yardage. They're not opening up the field at all. Uh, And they can't even establish the play action because Miles Sanders sucks. So it's just a bad team. 
and Bryce Young has promise. It will get better in Dynasty, and it starts with firing Frank Reich, and it starts with probably bringing in another wide receiver because Adam Thielen is good and a good possession wide receiver, but you need someone on the outside. Jonathan Mingo at this point, again, getting tons of targets from Jonathan Mingo. Seven targets for Jonathan Mingo, but only three receptions for 20 yards, and that has basically been his average all year. If he was going to be something, he would have spiked at least once by now. At least once, but but he just hasn't. He just hasn't. So really just an awful game from the Panthers yesterday. I'll give a round of applause to the Bears for pulling out the victory, although not even really that well-deserved. They didn't play that well, right, at all, or that well either. So uh, whatever. We got a football game. Now we get to look forward to Week 10. And before we talk about Week 10, we've got to talk about the injuries. In fact, that's probably one of the only things we're going to be able to cover before we can get you guys out of here. I do want to acknowledge the super chat though. Andrew, Andrew Apostolakis, I hope I said it right, Cedric Tillman or DPJ. Well, DPJ was limited this week in practice and that would concern me given he's on a new team. I think that normally I don't worry about limited practices. But when it's a guy going to a new team looking to make his first start, I assume that that is not good news. So I honestly would go deep into the bag of tricks and I guess roll with Cedric Tillman or try to find someone on the waiver wire, Andrew, because I don't really think DPJ is going to play. And if he does, I can't imagine he's been able to work himself into a big role if he was limited this week. Let's be honest. This is a new team. You can't really expect to have a big role if you're not practicing. So let's talk about the other injuries, though. The Cardinals are looking to have Kyler Murray, James Conner, and Michael Wilson back. That's awesome. They're going to dismantle the Falcons this week. That is just great because then Arthur Smith can finally get fired. But unfortunately, Drake London will also be coming back, which I guess is fortunate. But just the fact that the Falcons can't just take the L on this one. I would love the Falcons to just take the L and move on from Art. But Drake London is coming back. We'll see what that means because, you know, last week I did kind of, you know, I I did kind of diss Taylor Heineke, but I I did say, you know, he at least didn't have Drake London. So there's a possibility he could look a little bit better this week. I don't think so. I still think this Falcons offense would look better with Desmond Ritter and that Taylor Heineke doesn't really uh, offer much of a ceiling. But it should be good for Drake London. I think Drake London should have himself a decent game on Sunday, especially with the return. Keaton Mitchell, everyone's, uh, let's say, darling, (laughs) uh, waiver darling this week, um, is limited. He picked up a hamstring injury this week. He is limited. Not sure if he'll be playing. I mean, uh, normally I tend to say if someone's limited, they'll play. But what's concerning is you would like to see full practices because you don't want to see a guy that is explosive pop up on the injury report with a hamstring injury. That is always a concern. Those can linger and it makes you less explosive plain and simple. So if he can't really get out of this, then we're still looking at him having similar usage to where he did last week, as opposed to trying to gain some carries in this backfield. So look for him if he does play to only, you know, cap out at maybe five, six carries and hopefully still show explosion. Uh, But you know, a hamstring injury might, might uh, hamper that. T. Higgins also picked up a hamstring injury. Hamstring injuries are just the worst, ladies and gentlemen. He is not expected to play. T. Higgins, after finally bouncing back last week, is not expected to play this week. He just can't get right. He just, for the life of T. Higgins, cannot get right. Uh, But on the bright side of the Bengals, Chase, Jamar Chase, with his back injury that had been a little bit of concern this week, is expected to play. His own quote on this is, in my head, I'm playing until further notice. So he doesn't even look at this 
like he did with uh, Joe Burrow earlier in the season. He thinks he's going to play. He picked up some limited practices. I think Jamar Chase will play as well, especially with T. Higgins out. We just talked about Donovan Peoples-Jones being limited with the last practice, but he is limited. I believe it was a hip injury. Um, but, I, I mean, ultimately he'll be fine if it's limited, right? I mean, he's probably going to play, but, I again, I would just worry about what kind of workload he could get um, without, you know, practicing on a new team. Robert Woods, also limited. He should be returning this week. So those of you who spets up for Noah Brown, you know, hold your breath. Definitely don't throw Noah Brown into your starting lineup. It's definitely possible Robert Woods goes right back to that role. But the concern there is that Nico Collins did not participate with a calf injury. And so, and same with Damian Pierce. So look for Devin Singletary to lead the backfield again. And then I'm not sure what will happen with the Texans with Nico Collins out. They don't have another like uh, prototypical outside flanking wide receiver like Nico Collins. It's not like Tank Dell could do that. Robert Woods will probably be the guy that does it, but I don't think he'll do it that well. So kind of retracting my earlier statement, maybe Noah Brown can be started if Nico Collins is out because I assume he would go right back into that slot role that was effective last week. Josh Downs did not participate either, but while he did not practice, he is traveling with the Colts to Germany. I'm not sure if it's just he wants to visit Germany or if he does expect to play at least in a limited fashion. So that's something I would love for you guys to just keep your eye on with the Josh Downs. While he has not practiced, he is traveling with the team to Germany, which usually means they're going to play. But, but like I said, he could just, you know, want to see what Germany's like. I, I would too. TJ Hawkinson, he had that rib injury pop up this week. He was limited. He should be playing. Justin Jefferson has been limited this week as well, but as all of the reports we've been reading this week, he is not expected to be activated, even though he is practicing. So look for him to return in week 11. DK Metcalf, I see a lot of people talking about DK Metcalf in the comments right now on YouTube. DK Metcalf did not practice this week with a hip injury. That is not what you want to see at all. <laughs> um, did not practice with a hip usually means that, that he's not going to play. Uh, he had a couple did not participate this season and ended up playing with rib injuries, but hip is a little bit tougher uh, to be able to recover from. So just keep your eye on it. He hasn't been ruled out yet, but he is not practicing this week with a hip injury. Traylon Burks did not participate. He has a concussion. Uh, so he's definitely not playing, not clearing the concussion protocol, given he hasn't practiced this week. He will probably be out. And finally, Curtis Samuel is limited. He should be returning this week. So uh, look for Jamison Crowder uh, to be uh, relegated, I guess you would say. And maybe Antonio Gibson, less pass catches as well. Those are the injuries I have for you guys. We're going to lightning round every game, and then I'm going to get you guys out of here for Sonic Truth. Patriots, Colts. We're going to pick the Colts. Ravens, Browns. We're going to go with the Ravens. Bengals Texans will go with the Texans. We'll pick an upset in this one. I think CJ Stroud shows Joe Burrow something special in this game. And it's possible the Bengals look rough without T. Higgins and a limited Jamar Chase. Jaguars Niners. We'll give it to the Niners. We'll say the, the 49ers uh, fix their losing skid. They get right this week. Viking Saints. I'm going to give it to the Vikings. I think the Josh Dobbs magic continues against the NFC South. Steelers Packers. Let's go with let's go with the Steelers. The Steelers will get it done in a less than 20 point game from both sides. Buccaneers Titans. Give me the Titans. 
Give me the Titans to beat the Buccaneers. Will Levis, three touchdowns. That's going to be my one, that one. Cardinals, Falcons, already said it a few times. I think the Cardinals do beat the Falcons. I think Kyler Murray looks exactly like you want him to look. And I do think that uh, James Conner will look good too. And hopefully Michael Wilson can establish some connection. This is going to be the game to watch, ladies and gentlemen, not even as a Falcons fan, but just how does this Cardinals offense look with Kyler Murray back? Going to be fun. I think they win it. Chargers, Lions. My gut's actually telling me the Chargers. Right now, my heart is telling me that the Chargers will upset the Lions. Cowboys, Giants, wow, 17 and a half points spread. Jesus Christ. Uh, Cowboys, <laughs> Seahawks, Commanders, we'll go with the Seahawks. Raiders, Jets, give me the Raiders. Bills, Broncos, give me the Bills. Uh, and that should do it. That should do it. Would love to stick around and answer your questions, guys, but I've got to get out of here so the Sonic Truth can get going. I will say this. If you guys would love me to answer your Start Sit questions, please hop into all of our Start Sit streams this week. We have tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Billy Muzio and Bradley Stalder on The Dominator. And then on Sunday morning, we'll have Toomey on TikTok at 11 a.m., We'll have me on Instagram at 11.30 a.m. And I believe it will be Seth on YouTube at 12. So tune into those guys if you've got your questions. Thanks again so much for tuning in. As always, love spending my mornings with you. You guys have a fantastic Friday. Good luck on your matchups this week. And I can't wait to break it all down with you guys on Monday. Peace.